another edition of Mr. Nice Guy and Ben Slowey and today on the show I have a filmmaker uh, she works at No Studios she works at uh, with Marquette as part of a fellowship uh, she's a digital content producer for Social Candy uh, we're here to talk about her artistry and uh, everything about why she does what she does so Bianca Fuster welcome to the show nice, uh, nice to be here Ben yeah it's good to finally do this uh, how are you doing today good how are you I'm great. Uh, I was kind of down like all week for some reason. I don't know. It was just a really weird week. But today I actually woke up and I felt pretty good. So yeah. Is it because it's Friday? Or? It's because it's Friday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a nice day out. Um, got some sunshine. Got some sun, yeah. The vitamin D was in the air. Um, and I don't know. I feel like for how shitty I felt this week, I actually got a lot done. Uh, which is kind of a victory for me, you know, I'm like shit, you know, I pushed through So Word. yeah, but Congratulations. Uh, thank That's you. Good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, we've got the husband in the building Joseph. Shout, out, shout out Joe <laughs> um, My entourage. Yes, uh, he's the, my entourage. The posse right? yep. um, Yeah, well, let's pour up. Uh, thank you for bringing the jack. Of course. Um, I'm glad you suggested this because it's uh, when I'm not drinking beer, this is a good, uh, like, go-to for me. Oh, for sure, here. Yeah, so. Let's get you all for the first. Yes, for sure, okay. Book live, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I You're just got... my homie. Oh, yeah, homie is in the house, Lucia. Well, cheers, homie. Cheers. Let's throw that up a little. Yeah. Oh, you're just going for it. I had no patience. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, uh, Bianca, well, we talk about a Mr. Nice Guy. We talk uh, love and fear, passion and creativity. And uh, first time I met you was at Company Brewing. Uh, I believe it was Zed Kenzo. Yep. Uh, you were uh, doing some filming at 88, for 88.9, because mm -hmm. you were still with them at the time. Um, shout out Laura. Yeah, also. We we were totally tipsy that night. Oh, it was yeah. great. It's okay. We I did was... some of our best filming then. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the creative juice. Totally. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was fucked up too. I, <laughs> I was like, I was just baffled I got an interview done that night, like with Zed. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I drank so much that night, and when I was listening back, like transcribing the interview the next morning, I'm like, I don't remember asking any of these questions, but it turned out okay. You got the content. Did get the content. <coughs> and um, now I work there, so I can do that all the time now. Nice. <laughs> um, but uh, that was when we first met. We got coffee uh, right here at Collectivo. Uh, talked a little bit, bit about, you know, we just chopped it up a little bit. Got to know you a little bit. Uh, all the creative work you do uh, through film. Uh, you know, you were just uh, transitioning out of 88.9 to your current position. Um, so... Um, I guess to start, um, so I want to hear a little bit about your own, like, I guess, uh, your, your beginnings with, like, what you started doing. So I guess, like, when did you start kind of, uh, getting a, a creative outlet through, like, filmmaking, using a camera, doing that kind of stuff? Oof. So I've actually been, like, this memory came back to me maybe a couple weeks ago, um, because I like ran into somebody that I went to high school with, I went to Riverside right down the street. Oh sure. And 
um, I was also in a situation recently where I was like asked to talk about myself and like when I was first introduced to filmmaking. Yeah. So this is like perfect. Right. Um, yes. And I took like throughout all of my high school years, I thought I was going to be pre-med. I was taking like actual AP bio courses and everything. Yeah. And then my senior year, I took a, like a film analysis class. It was an elective sure. that I needed just to graduate. And uh, my teacher who my sister had, and she like swore he was like the dopey teacher. She said, you gotta have Mr. White, whatever you have. He teaches English, he teaches you know, poetry, blah, blah. So I got him for this class. And like on the first day, he showed us the music video for Kendrick Lamar, High Power. Oh, nice. And it was totally one of those like, you know, I'm trying to bond with the kids, yeah. you know, like on the first day of class, you know, trying to show that I'm on game or whatever, but... That I'm hip. Right. Yeah. And, but that was the first time that, like, I had ever looked at video and thought, like, oh, somebody had to, like, make this. And so how, how did they do that? And mm -hmm. how did they make it look so dope? Um, and, so, and then, like, later that year, I decided I was going to go to film school. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and I had never touched a camera either, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, but when I, I was working at the Goodwill when I was in high school and I bought like my first film camera when I was like Right 18. there? On Palmer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah. was just there earlier today actually. Yeah. <laughs> I worked there for like, I worked there before going to college and then I worked there a little bit. Oh my god. Like was, during the summer after college. It's but funny. I, I was trying to find my Halloween costume there earlier today. Yeah. Didn't find it. Yeah. But yeah, it's handy. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I bought my first film camera there and that was like the first time I got introduced to photography. Uh, but then went to film school in Chicago, and like that was the first time that I ever had to make anything, ever mm -hmm. had to touch a camera, or anything. So I like it was actually a, a really rough experience, and I didn't I I didn't think that I would be where I am right now. Yeah. You know, in in my mind at that time, because mm -hmm. I was so behind like my peers. Yeah. You know, there were there were other kids who were like taking film production courses all throughout high school. You know, yeah, like they right. had already made movies and they mm -hmm. you know like. It's like they're taking classes and it's like they already know everything that you're already taught you're talking about exactly yeah. and they were also the kids that were smart enough to like drop out of college because they realized that you don't need a degree in film mm -hmm. you just need a really good reel yeah so i mean i could have i should have really, really like caught on to that but, <laughs> but yeah that was the first time that i ever got introduced to film and was like making stuff and my freshman year we had to make like a narrative film and a documentary mm -hmm. um and I, I do not remember what my narrative film was, but I know it was trash. That's how I know it was trash, because I don't remember it. But I remember the documentary, sure. which was about a graffiti artist in Chicago. I'm tight. And so then that was like the first like hook for documentary sure. specifically. Yeah. What school did you say? Columbia. Oh, yeah, Chicago. yeah, sure. yeah. It's in the, in the loop. Yeah, right there, yeah. literally right yeah. on State Street. Yeah, I, word on the street is very expensive. That's <laughs> why I was only there for two years. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I, I was there for two years and then ended up having to take a year off just because it was mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be six figures in debt. And Seriously. people that go to school in Chicago apparently get that far in debt. Yeah. Like, I've heard of people at the Art Institute who are like six figures in my life. Yeah. DePaul's really expensive yeah. too. Yeah. And it's like a trimester school. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah. It was cheaper for me, because I'm from Illinois. Oh, yeah. It was cheaper for me to go here at UWM out of state than it would have been in state in Illinois. Crazy. School in Illinois is insanely pricey. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there's definitely merit to like, you know, art schools like that, that mm -hmm. are like specifically geared towards like, 
you know, film or, or visual art or design or, you know, any of that good stuff. Like my ad too, you know, yeah. like my head produces some really phenomenal artists and, you know, it's, um, it's, I mean, I, I imagine it's a very, th it's an environment to thrive in, but it's like, you could also be doing that just, you know, at a, at a publicly funded state school or something, you know, the film program at UWM is great too. And mm -hmm. like, um, and better yet, like, like you mentioned, like a lot of people can just, you know, um, get their hands on experience, you know, without, you know, getting collegiate higher education, uh, experience doing that too. I mean, like I wouldn't take back my college experience for anything though. Mm -hmm. Um, being a journalism student because like, Same. yeah, cause like it was just, for one, college was just really fun. Mm -hmm. Learned a lot about myself, right. met a lot of great people, people I wouldn't know otherwise. Mm -hmm. And, but, like, I don't know, I feel like um, actually, like, committing to, like, getting a degree in something that I set out to accomplish was just very fulfilling. And it kind of proved to me that, like, I can actually finish something that I started as far away and as stressful and as tumultuous as it can be for sure um i look at it that way like i, I think i have a very similar feeling yeah. with my degree um like i'm angry that i you know at the whole just the system of it all mm -hmm. but like the experience of graduating and especially with like, my mom who you know had never graduated and like seeing her baby on stage and all that stuff yeah, so right. it was really great to like fulfill that experience for her and for me but other than that, yeah. I'm just like, oh, man. For real? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, it's I an know. expensive ass piece of paper. And I had to pay for the frame that it's sitting in. They like, didn't even give me a free frame. Fucking kidding me? Yeah. It's goddamn capitalist. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, what made you, uh, so, and you uh, came to UWM after that for, in yeah. jams, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what, I guess, enticed you to leave Columbia and then come back here for that? Well, I, I didn't necessarily leave Columbia for UWM. I came to UWM because I left Columbia. You know? Sure, sure, yeah. So, um, uh, because, because the system is so stupid, like, I'd gotten all of these, you know, scholarships and grants my freshman year, and then as soon as I started working a job, you know, that made me ineligible, and so that's what prompted me to leave Columbia in the first place, is because I lost more resources than I thought I would, was mm -hmm. going to after I started working. Um, and I took a year off. I actually had just met it. Joseph, my now husband, what? 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 Um, but we had just met right before I had taken time off, and we lived there and worked there for like a year, and then uh, I was I wanted to go back to school. He was kind of pushing for me to go back to school as well. Mm -hmm. He pretty much gave me like a year deadline yeah, of like being yeah, off, you know? Right. Um, and so it was just like, all right, let's just move back to Milwaukee so I can do mm -hmm. this uh, and it's much cheaper to live there. Yeah. Um, it'll be, you know, easier for me to have more opportunities. Like, you know, I was working full time in Chicago. I couldn't take internships at all, right. you know, but mm -hmm. having cheaper rent and stuff like that in Milwaukee allowed me to do that here. So, for sure. Um, so yeah, that, that brought me back to Milwaukee. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, so when you, uh, came back here, mm -hmm. um, um, immersing yourself into the jams department like what made you choose uh kind of go more that direction rather than um 
you know, continuing on with, like, you know, film production and stuff like that. I think part of it was because I was made to feel like a film degree is kind of pointless. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, if I'm going to get something, you know, like, just to give myself more options, Mm -hmm. you know, like, what if one day I I want to go into print versus video? And at that time, I didn't even know I wanted to be in video. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought I was going to try and be a a newspaper writer or something. Like, I, I was pretty invested in this journal the journalism side of the yeah. whole thing until I got my 889 internship um, but for the most part I was I was just trying to make sure that I had all the options possible mm-hmm. graduating because I just didn't want to be without a job which like I mean there are people who it's like a year since they graduated they don't have a job yet oh, you know? yeah. so I was just like Right. It's, it's rough, you know. And I did kind of like, make my own. Yeah. And it doesn't even pay. I mean, <laughs> I I I kind of did that too. Yeah. I still kind of am in a way, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I just wanted to have options, and I knew. I don't know. I feel like a journalism degree is more rewarding and doesn't sound as pointless as a uh, film yeah, degree. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> for one, it definitely also reshapes your perception of the media. Right. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, I think it's also was just really good for the work that I'm doing now and the work that I ended up doing, mm-hmm. like all the skills and all the, the things that I learned in the Janus program, like are, you know, definitely coming in handy. So. Yeah. 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 For real. Like, um, you know, like in, in skills, cause like I, I originally like wanted to, I came to UWM and wanted to go into broadcasting. I wanted to be like a news like reporter like I wanted mm-hmm. to do hard news I wanted to be at the the fancy shiny desk I wanted to like you know read the headlines and everything like that was what I saw myself doing because um, I was doing that like the high school version of that yeah. like back home and um, and you know around junior year was when I decided you know I want to do something more like something I'm passionate about like still do journalism but something that like actually like you know has like a lot of um uh, you know an emotional connection to me so like I kind of decided yeah music journalism that sounds great because like I love music I you know have always had a lot of friends that like that do music and like um and it you know like even though I ended up doing something entirely like sort of deviant from what a lot of the major prepares you, like the the, the department prepared me for, mm-hmm. I still got really like uh, uh, beneficial skills with like storytelling, with, you know, just general like going out of my comfort zone and chasing after the story, um, you know, like understanding like that like certain words go certain places in the sentence you know which is you know or you know is highly overlooked yeah um and i did a document i took a do- that doc class uh with jesse garcia yep shout out to jesse and uh i did i went to south by southwest uh, my junior year nice and uh, man that was that was like the best week of my life but i did my doc project on my south by trip yeah. and uh it was just like, it was, I felt so like powerful, you know, like with the camera. That's crazy because <laughs> I went to South by Southwest this year to do oh, a film. Oh, fuck yeah. That, and I felt the exact same yeah. thing. You just feel so baller. Oh my God. I'm like, wow, I could get so, I could get anywhere with this thing, you mm-hmm. know, like 
I feel like I actually matter. It was very like reaffirming and uh, definitely like made me, it affirmed my direction in going in like, yeah, I want to write about like people doing cool things in our city, like culturally and artistically, rather than like, you know, telling people the traffic report of the day, you right. know? Totally. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I just never wanted to be in front of the camera. <clears throat> no. No. That's why I thought oh. I was going to be, I mean, Good yeah. For you. Right? <laughs> I mean, now I, I, I feel it's a little bit different now, but I, yeah, that's why I thought I was going to be like in print or something mm -hmm. or behind the camera. Yeah. And I mean, I, I had those two years of film school, but I wasn't like, I was still having a, a ton of doubt. I was still not feeling like I belonged in a film program, you know? Mm -hmm. So like going into, going into UWM, I didn't think that, you know, or I didn't necessarily go in thinking, yeah, I'm going to be a filmmaker. I'm going to stay on that track. Mm -hmm. It just kind of like panned out. Yeah. Yeah. So that being said, um, like, uh, so you acquired 88.9 internship. Um, yeah, like, and so you just got the job through directly out of that? No, not not necessarily. So I was an intern, like, I started my junior year uh, at UWM, and that was my first year back, and mm -hmm. started that internship at 88.9, and I was there for two semesters. Okay. And then my internship ended and I had to find something else to do. So I was interning at UWM, like in the marketing department, oh, yeah, sure. video content there. Um, and then a, a position opened up at 88 and I had to go through the whole interview. Like yeah. I had to do the whole thing, two interviews, everything. Yeah. And so I started like my first day of working at 88.9 was my first day of senior year of college. Wow. Sure. Did you graduate May 2018? Yep. Okay. Where is okay, yep. sure. Same year. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Are you 23 also? Twenty-four. I'll be twenty-five. Oh, oh, wow. I took okay. a year off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were, you became the video producer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I was a multimedia producer, so I did audio too. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like, uh, what are some takeaway cool experiences like when you were at eighty nine that I guess like, you know, you felt really good about particular ones that like, you know you enjoyed, I guess? I mean, I, everything that me and Laura did, I'm proud of, like... Seriously, shout out Laura. For real, like a thousand times. Um, I feel like this is gonna be so corny to say, but my relationship and like friendship with Laura is the best thing I got out of that, yeah, that nice. job, yeah. for sure. But, um, and then, I mean, we did, a, we made a documentary and it was at the film festival last year and we got yeah. to be on stage and like, was in the main Oriental Theater. Yeah, like, that was definitely, will always be like the highlight of my and time. And what was it about? Invisible Lines was about, it was like a, a StoryCorps inspired take on segregation in Milwaukee. Uh, yeah. Yeah, as told like through people of color's perspectives only. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely like, you know, the biggest high point. And was also like an experience that kind of just set the course of what I want to be doing, you know? Yeah, so, like, sure. My career and just also like, Raising the bar, yeah. like, you know, I did this at this age, like, we got more stuff to do, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, that's, that experience was, taught me a lot, in a short amount of time, mm -hmm. was exhausting. Like, me and Laura talk about it today, and we're like, sometimes it feels like we're still recovering from that. Yeah. That whole year was just a fucking, it was exhausting. Yeah, for <laughs> but, sure. Um, but yeah, like it also gave us a lot, you know, and it's it's crazy, but like people, you know, know mm -hmm. of 
the movie. Like, yeah. It's just nuts to me. It's really you know? incredible. So, yeah, that's a highlight for sure. That's and, like, amazing. Probably the, gave me the most during my time there, yeah. Yeah, totally. That, that, yeah, that's, that's super cool. It, it seems like people at 88.9 just have a lot of, like, creative control in that way where mm-hmm. it's, like, they can tell, like, real stories from real people yeah. here and, like... Totally. But also, like you know, do things that are, like, really, you know, colorful and vibrant, such as, like, you know, the various podcasts that everyone does. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, or, like, you know, just highlighting local businesses and, like, just having a lot of fun with the job. Like, I mean, I've, um, like, I've talked to Justin here and there, and, like, he, he fucking loves his job. I, yeah. I would kill him do what Justin does like I I I remember like I really wanted to work with for 88.9 still do honestly um give my man's a job dude yeah come on give me a job 88.9 um <laughs> but but I mean like at the same time though like what you were saying earlier like I kind of like when I graduated I went the traditional route of like you know hunting for jobs on indeed.com and like you know trying just like relentlessly to no avail to, you know, apply to jobs online around the city that, you know, used my degree in some way, but didn't really have any luck uh, for the longest time. So, and I was kind of like pigeonholing like 88, nine. I'm like, that's the job I want, you know, like that's where I want to work eventually. Or like, it would be amazing to do that. But after, at a certain point, I'm like, well, what's stopping me from still just like, doing what I want to do, mm-hmm. like, just, you know, but on my own time, like, exactly. by my own means, so, that, like, that's exactly, uh, what happened, like, you know, I, I met Alan from Break and Entering through Facebook, um, Facebook's a really useful tool, people need to use it, but for the right reasons, um, I started writing for Break and Entering, started covering local shows, started this show, and this year was just so incredibly transformative. And now it's like, kind of like how your experience with like the, the with the documentary, it's like, people like actually know it now, which is insane. It, like it's beautiful, it's amazing. And I am very humble and grateful, but it's also like, holy fuck, like what the hell? People like, people know who I am. They're like watching me and shit. Like, mm-hmm. damn, you know, like, watch myself or something. Yeah, it's kind of know? annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's actually really annoying. Yeah, right. You, you um, do have to take things in your own hands to really find, like, meaning with, you know, your degree, with, like, what you set out to do. Because it doesn't, it doesn't, like, you know, it even, like, how you, you know, your, your internship was finite and eventually you had to find something else to do and you still had to apply and get the job, go through the interviewing process just like everyone else, like... You know, it's it's a very irregular process, like finding like your niche. You know. Totally. Yeah, and I feel like I kind of had that same feeling of like um, when you're describing like this having this transformative year and having to just kind of do it on your own to discover it type of thing, which is, I mean, that's kind of the reason why I decided to make that leap from eighty-eight nine into the fellowship. Like, I mean, I could have tried to done both at the same time. I knew that I I didn't want to like half-assed two things you know but I'm I definitely had to make that leap because this summer even was just like another exhausting but another like super uh 
like crash course of a summer in like yeah. all things of being a freelancer, being a filmmaker, being, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. What planning a wedding, like yeah. literally everything. Yeah. So so yeah, I, I also feel like it I needed to to make the jump in order to like fully do other experiences that would validate that too. Mm-hmm. And I, and especially working with someone like Laura who's like, I mean, shout outs to her forever, but she's so good at what she does and so it was also an opportunity for me to be like okay let me fly out on my own and just see what i can do on my own you know which i mean we still do a lot of work together we're like trying to start we're starting we have started a company together um shout out to lion art media but um but yeah there's just a a ton of experiences that i had to have on my own you know i kind of just feel like I, i was being like little sister and I just needed right. you know yeah. be an only child for a little bit so it's also been cool to have like just kind of like learn what my instincts are as a creative mm-hmm. and just and learn what my style is and what I like mm-hmm. you know so that's been like the most rewarding part of the summer for sure oh yeah it's been a huge huge learning experience just mm-hmm. from since when I left back in May you know it's only been like five months yeah it's just like so much shit has changed so on that note, like I'd love to hear, I guess, about all this, you know, uh, work you're doing with the fellowship, like yeah. at our studios and with Marquette. Like, yeah, like what is like your your content and your um, your process like consisted of doing it? So it's interesting. Um, for my fellowship, I'm working on a short documentary. What I originally pitched to get the fellowship was a feature. I. And this is part of that huge learning experience. I don't know why I thought I would be able to make a feature by myself in one year alone with nobody else, uh-huh. um, but completely out of the question, you know. And so that was also that was a big learning experience. It was like, okay, you have to learn to manage your expectations, be a little bit more realistic. Um, and so I scaled that back to a short documentary, and I was working on it like in the beginning of the summer without having you know regular work like freelance work. Mm-hmm. So then I wasn't getting paid, you know, I'm just yeah. making for, for my own sake. And so I was like, all right, I gotta find work now. So like, then my documentary got put on pause, started doing freelance work. And so I'm like juggling the two, and then finally find this part-time job that I have just to be consistently getting mm-hmm. like a paycheck. The social candy one. Which is social yeah. candy, right. And so that, I mean, it could have been a full-time thing, but I was just for the sake of like I have to stay in this headspace where I'm gonna be making this documentary. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like I'm gonna make this a part-time thing because I have to be committed to this project. So I mean, uh, to be honest, there's been a little bit of shooting and a lot of like grant writing, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm in the midst of right now is like hearing back from. I mean, the next this weekend and like the next couple weeks, I'll be hearing back about a lot of things, which is both could be great it could you know suck um and it's almost the most nerve-wracking part because it's like this is my first solo project and so it's like if no one wants to back it financially it's like fuck like i don't have a good idea you know maybe that i mean i don't feel that way but maybe you know you just kind of get that sense that other people feel that way and you start to like have doubts and shit so i'm trying to get through the next few weeks as gracefully as possible um but I did get to film early on in the summer. I'm working with this young Latina boxer. Her name is Violet Lopez, and she trains at the United Community Center, cool. which is on the south side. It's actually where I went to school for like 
from kindergarten to middle school. Wow. And it's it's where I first started playing basketball competitively for the first time. But they have like this really legendary boxing program. Um, they it's ran by this coach named Shorty Acosta. He's like literally like a short dude. He's like five two. <laughs> but like wow. you know, and the gym you just have to go there. It's it's really amazing. But like he was a professional fighter for a little bit. Was Olympic bound. But didn't end up going because it was the year that like President Jimmy Carter, they were boycotting the the Olympics, which were being was being held in like Soviet Russia oh, at yeah. the time. Mm -hmm. um, so then he ended up coaching full time, like leaving boxing or leaving the competitive side of boxing and coaching full time at UCC, and like established a super legendary program. Wow. So there's like tons of professional boxers who have come out of here, um, and people who have like tried to compete for the Olympics. Shorty has coached on two Olympic teams, like he coached at Rio, and he coached in Australia, I think. Um, oh, yeah. That's He's awesome. got two rings, like, what? He showed Damn. them to me, he was like, yeah, you want to try on our rings? Dude. I was like, yeah, I do, wow. you know? Dude. So yeah. Um, People in Milwaukee are dope. For real, and you, and what did you post on Facebook today? Don't know Milwaukee soon enough. That's exact. like, when you said that, I was like, yo. <laughs> in every sense. In so in so many different ways, it's yeah. already happening. Really? Can I just shout out to to Michael Cerda? Yes. Came one. Came on, on, one. on a Kanye West album. Okay. Like that's fucking you know. I'm gonna today. It's today. Like I have not. I am so I fucking proud. I was, I'm so inspired. I'm so pumped. I know. I was dumbfounded when I Yo. saw that. I, okay. I'm gonna be seeing dude later tonight at the yeah at the beat battle. Beat battle yeah. For sure. Is, shout uh, out to the beat battle. Yeah. Shout out to the Cream City beat battle. Uh, dude is um, judging. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and that's that that song actually is like my favorite production on the on the record. The fucking sense. It, it's so it's fucking so good. good. Yeah. So everybody's like everybody loves it. Yeah. Princess. Yeah. So and like good. man, and like yeah, and like also like Tayamo Danku just dropped a song with uh, Snoop earlier this year that. The, I believe it was Red Lipstick, the animated music video. That was awesome, too. Um, we've got, man, like, the DNC is coming here next year. And the Bucks. You know the Bucks, saying, right? Like, oh, my God. You know, the like, Packers are on a run right now. Oh, man. Bucks, you know, I'm not trying to <laughs> on, stab, but sure. Milwaukee is, like, um, you know, we, uh, we're in this renaissance, not only musically, Literally. but in... in uh, That's exactly how I would describe it. Yeah, and just so many... Uh, and from so many angles and uh, um, this DNC is going to bring not only an influx of people from from like all over the world to be here but mm -hmm. also like you know it'll be that bit greater, greater of an opportunity for our own lo local music scene our art scene our restaurants you know our, our filmmakers our photographers like totally. people that will be our like uh, that's like our time, you know, yeah. when people are flocking here. Yeah. That's our time to be, be to show Milwaukee people like, yo, Milwaukee's <laughs> fucking dope. Y'all should. One move. day we'll get the Olympics. Right. Like, shit. Yeah. Damn there. Fucking. Uh, and we might get the the All Star Game. Shit. Yeah. Be tight. That, I saw that. That might be coming. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's it's, I like. Day after day, I see more and more dope shit that, yeah. like, Milwaukee, that involves Milwaukee, yeah, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Um, and uh, so that must be really exciting for you, like, with, you know, doing film work out here, like, yeah. and uh, um, and also just, ha you know, that, that just brings 
more and more drive for like you to you know chase after bigger and bigger projects i imagine yeah it's like a gift and a curse it's mm-hmm. just like constantly what's next what's next what's next yeah. but for sure absolutely and it's really inspiring there's there's so much happening with like the film festivals going on right now yes it Shout is the film festival i'm going there like after this i'll be there like oh, nice. oh, damn what are you weekend. seeing um uh what is it called uh what's the name babe of the movie we're gonna see making waves making waves it's about touring films oh. it's his, it was oh, it was cool. his film yeah oh word oh um, awesome yeah it was his pick um we saw a decade of fire yesterday at the avalon which yes. is like about when the bronx was burning in the like 70s 80s mm-hmm. um and like you know affected all these puerto rican and, and black families yeah. in the bronx and then on saturday i'm gonna go see the radical monarchs oh, which wow. is about like this social justice girl scout troop Dope. That's the best way I can describe it. But we actually, me and Laura made a video for Planned Parenthood that's going to be screening before that. Oh, wow. So we're we're going to be good. Yeah, checking out that, which is really exciting to be back at the Oriental for something. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like the film festival has just grown so much. Like there's more grants, there's more programs. Like Milwaukee Filmmaker Alliance has been offering like mm-hmm. all these dope ass workshops. Yeah. Black Lens is doing Black amazing Lens, work. Like, they've got those, you know, the two filmmakers from Milwaukee that were on When They See Us on yeah. Saturday. I'm, that's also what I'm trying to do tomorrow night is be mm-hmm. there for that talk because that's just, you know, like, mm-hmm. that's incredible. Kaylee Crossfire. On Netflix? On Netflix. Dude, on <laughs> Rhythm and Flow, like, Dude. come on. Yeah, like, that. It, and I'm seeing, and like on Facebook, like Haley is just so humbled and grateful, and so, like literally, she is like, it just it's it honestly gives me chills watching her, yeah, like being so like um, like her life just taking off and being so like affirmed that yeah. like yo you're dope like you did Absolutely. something like you believed in something and you stuck with it and it took you to a it took you to a level like you know you never thought you would achieve and now people from like you know everywhere are like noticing her and like it just it's it it, like it it warms my heart and Mm -hmm. inspires me to work harder absolutely like here right here in river west out of my fucking living room Mm -hmm. is like you like you have something special like not only do I, like, I, like, this is special to me, but it's like, you have something special, you know, you're, you know, you, you made a documentary, you know, about a really important socio-political issue in the city that doesn't get nearly as much, uh, you know, uh, disclosure as it should mm-hmm. by its own, you know, by its own community, like, in a, but in a way, in a film that actually, like, documents what's actually fucking happening, you know? You have the ball rolling. That's fucking awesome, and so many people do in the city. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm right. excited. Hell yeah! The Jack helps. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah Milwaukee is fucking popping right now. Yeah, fucking is. Um, yeah. So, on that note, I guess like, uh, so where are you uh, with uh, the the short film that you're making right now? Yeah. So I I did some filming in the early summer. So the the girl that I'm like following in this film. Like, just won her fourth national title. She's only 12. She's fucking incredible. Um, and she wants to be an Olympic athlete. So, Damn. which, I mean, in another huge learning experience this summer. So I, I, I didn't know anything about boxing, which is, like, 
I should be ashamed because I'm Puerto Rican and Puerto Ricans are, you know, it's like <laughs> the stereotype is like Puerto Ricans are boxers and shit. I don't know a ton about like the boxing circuit, but I just learned a lot about how that works. And so, um, like at age 15, she becomes eligible to uh, try out for Team USA. At age 17, she can try out for the Olympic team, which is what she wants to do. So that's 2024. That's, I think, Paris. So, mm -hmm. you know, she in five years, yeah. she wants to come, she wants to try out yeah. for a spot on the Olympic team. Um, and like, I, I just kind of went into the gym, not really knowing just I just knew I wanted to do a project there. I knew yeah. I wanted to do something about that program. Because yeah. I remember being a kid and like, I wanted to be in the boxing program. My mom was not gonna, was not having it. <laughs> yeah. But like, and I just know like it's it's such a big part of our community, and I also wanted to kind of just do something that would allow me to give back to a place that was so central to who I am. You mm -hmm. know. Um. So when I started doing the the project, I started filming with her back in May, and was just kind of filming her at U UCC training and stuff like that. But then she competed in Madison in June at the Junior Olympics. And so that was like my first real big like wow. film solo shoot. And she like got a gold medal, won her third national title. Like it was an incredible experience. And I was like, this little girl hits hard as hell. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And she's fast as hell too. <laughs> like, whoa. Um, She'd knock you the fuck out. Probably. Yeah. I'm not even trying to mess with her. But like, but, but that was... But that was, yeah, that was the last, like, the first and the last, like, major shoot. I mean, mm -hmm. A lot of, right now, like I said, has been just trying to find some money. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of shooting come November. Uh, and then December is, like, a huge competition that she's going to have in Louisiana. And it's also going to be, like, this really big moment because it's in the same competition that she'll be competing in in, in Louisiana. Like, the the kids on Team USA and the older age groups will be competing for spots on the Olympic team. Wow. So she'll be able to see her other women compete for their spots and she'll be able to see what she potentially wants to be doing in five years. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's what I'm hoping is going to be a key scene. But there's also this element of like, because of, you know, things like social media, like at her young age, she's hyper aware of all of these social issues. She's super aware of all of these gender inequities that exist within their sport. And we're in the time of like hashtag equal play equal pay era, you know, where women are talking about closing the the salary gap in sports and just talking about. I mean, I I saw a Facebook post today about the someone was complaining about how like the men's soccer team is a waste because they never qualify for the for the World Cup or whatever. Mm -hmm. And someone commented like the women have won three national titles or three FIFA titles, or whatever. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. So uh, so at a young age, she's just aware of like these issues, and she's also faced certain issues because she's a girl in boxing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so there's also like this element of uh, kind of like feminist issues, and it's just also interesting to have the perspective of a yeah. Latina in that case too, totally. because oftentimes feminist issues are reserved for like white women or, oh, yeah. or like you know white social justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's real. So and. Feminist issues are, are totally dominated in that way too. So, mm. so yeah. So that's a short documentary. Ah, but yeah. <laughs> but there's like with the absolute hope of like this is this is going to be the first thing that I I, I like direct as a solo director for sure. Project, you know. Yeah. Um. 
but at the same time, I, who knows? I could probably make something that gets done before the five years. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Maybe this will just be my baby that I nurture, and it's like this is the this is the thing that I'm going to be working on for five years, because I know people who have worked on documentaries for that long and longer still are. Um, but but also in the meantime, I'm going to be making a shit ton of other stuff, and I already am. So mm-hmm. so yeah. And I mean, a lot of that's also been keeping me busier than the documentary has, because it's, yeah. you know, right. kind of been a focus that I I let overpower a little bit. Right. Yeah, getting married. Getting married, whatnot. you know, yeah. trying, getting, trying to start a business or, right. or a company with my mentor. I don't know. Hey, you know, you you uh, you've got a hand at a lot of really great things, um, and I don't know. There's only so many hours in the day. I, I get confronted with that a lot too, mm-hmm. but sounds this sounds like a really fucking awesome story. One that speaks to, you know, not only like, not only the wow factor of like, oh my god, she's twelve and she's like this dope, like in boxing, but like, you know, highlighting like you know a lot of like social issues that play into it, mm-hmm. um, and you know, speaking to the community as well, yeah. and. You know, like just empowerment of the youth, which is just yeah. a really, really big thing right now. You know, like young people are changing the face of the world. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to. They're doing more than what we were doing at their age. So. Shout out to March of March for Our Lives. Yeah. You know, shout out to Greta, the climate, climate girl. Yeah. And all the other young climate activists. Yes. Together. Yeah. From indigenous communities, we hear you, we see you. We see, yes, all of you, every last one. Yep. Okay. What are we doing? Hi, right, Bianca. Um, follow my lead. So, um, uh, we had a great talk. Uh, we drank some Jack and Coke. Uh, and I'm, I think my, I'm flushed right now. I'm red as a bitch. Was it the Jack? Yeah, it was the Jack. It was the Jack. Yeah, it was the Jack. Yeah, <laughs> but it was a. Uh, um, but it was wonderful hearing about, you know, your own creative process, all the cool things you're working on. And it reflect on, you know, just how dope Milwaukee is right now. Um, which, uh, you know. Shout out to the 414, you guys are amazing. Yes. Why do amazing horizons right now? So, uh, tell me, uh, what keeps you up at night? My dreams. The dreams. Literally, like Kanye said it, my dreams be waking me up at night. Yeah, for real. I just think about my, my dreams, my future. He said that. Yep, it keeps me up at night. What did he say that on? What was that? I wonder. Graduation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah. 12 years ago, still relevant. <sighs> the best. <laughs> the best. What puts you to sleep, though? Um, Thinking about the beach. Oh, yeah. Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the beach is... Um, that's a... That's a it's a happy place. Yeah, I try yeah. to just listen, like some type of nature sound. Yeah, you know? for sure. Some yeah. ASMR maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Awesome. Um, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Um, you know, embrace our community, embrace our culture. Yeah, Milwaukee. It's the time to do it. We'll see you next time. Mr. Nice Guy.